This is Subject Terror, an original horror storytelling podcast. This week's story is The Krampus Game by Mia Williams-Kish. The year I found out there was no Santa Claus was the year I got kicked out of school. It was the year I really started acting up in general. I was the poorest kid in school. Having to rely on the generosity of others was unbearably demeaning. When I found out there was no Santa, it was because I asked my father, How come kids who act up get better presents from Santa than me? Because their parents can afford better presents. I could see the instant regret flash across my father's face, and I recoiled at the realization. From that day on, I did everything I could to get what I wanted, until finally I had a YouTube channel all about it, where I bragged about the things I had stolen although I had really finagled my way into all those free products. The cops tried to get me, but in the end, I just had to take down the channel. I'm 19 now. Started a new channel, this time checking out weird websites and getting freebies from the deep web. I had started building back up following again when I heard of a new video game. It's called Save Early, Save Often otherwise known as the Krampus game. I heard it was just a dark, horror point-and-click adventure game. Along the lines of Franbo, with one caveat. The only way to get a copy of the game was to be nominated on krampus-darkhour.net. The site would only work on Safari or Firefox, and only between the hours of 12 and midnight. Supposedly, Krampus had outsourced his naughty list. It sounded like some Americans got a hold of a copy of Hell Girl and ran with it. But what the heck? If there's no Santa, there's definitely no Krampus, I thought. According to the legend, you have six days to complete the game. But you only get two save files and no restarts. Which apparently made the game very hard, as there are multiple endings. When the game finally arrived, I laughed. A pixelated Krampus stared up at me through the packaging kid's limbs sticking out of the basket on his back. The only words were the naughty declaration across the top. And the inside of the case was a bootleg disc with save early, save often written around it in what appeared to be Sharpie. I ignored the game for three days before I saw the mark on my back. I had just hopped into the shower and was drying off when I saw the letters H-O and then O were on my back. I stared in the mirror rubbing at the letters with my thumb. I still live with my father, so I showed them to him. You got a tattoo? You're lucky your mother isn't around. I pulled my shirt back down and went upstairs without saying a word. So I started the game. The graphics of the game weren't much better than the cover. An eye-bleeding amount of pixels from an easier impressed generation. Right away, I started to click on things. Every object that looked like it moved was shoved into my inventory. I noticed animals smashed into gory pieces, and recorded myself cheering at each crunched critter. In the first chapter, I was in a house. I picked up dirty laundry, and then dishes. Wash dishes, or put into inventory. The game gave me the choice, and I went with washing the dishes, before sticking them into my inventory. When I opened my inventory, I noticed my character was dressed in dingy clothes. 
I went to the washer, and sure enough, there was an option to wash my clothes. I stared at the game. Had I really fallen for some Christian chore simulator? I remembered coming across one of those old Bart Goes to Hell comics online and laughed at myself. Then I remembered the tattoo. I had to check the mirror, but sure enough, it was still there. As it had passed midnight, there was now another H. Back in the game, I washed my clothes and kept looking around the house. There was a pile of money on the dresser in one of the bedrooms, and I picked it up. Red dollar signs popped up on the screen with negative symbols beside them, and I realized I had probably messed up. I went back to the main page to start over, but it started me from the same spot and I realized I hadn't saved yet. I went back online, but the only additional information I could find about the game was people who claimed to have played it. I say claimed because from the first chapter of the game, they were all different. One user said the game started them out in a workshop. The other said they started out in a post office. Still another was in a boat off the coast of Hawaii. They all did say that the first time they made a choice, it popped up either blue or red. As an example, after that, you have no clue what impact your decisions have until the end. I was now wishing I had looked into the comments more. Fuck, I whispered to myself. I had no idea what to do next. There was no tutorial. I finally went into the basement to find another character standing by a compact saw. Hey son, would you give me a screwdriver? I accidentally clicked on the saw. The images that came next were not pixelated, and I watched as a man lost his arm before my eyes. Then the screen went to black with white text. Chapter 2 I puked into my trash can as my mind processed the all-too-real video I had just seen. Even on a time crunch, I had to stop for the night. I waited until my dad went to bed so I could sneak out my vomit-filled trash and drank some NyQuil to help me sleep. The next day I woke up, pissed, and went right back at it. I tried to load for my last save, but it kept coming back to the chapter 2 page. You can't even go back chapter to chapter? However, when the game loaded, to my open inventory, I could see I had a severed arm in the top right floating in space. Then, when I closed my inventory, I could see the next area, which was a school. There were lots of kids, but you couldn't talk to them. I didn't go out of my way to kill any more animals, avoiding some of the birds in the hallway, but not really caring if I clicked on them and squished them. I finally found a teacher who wanted me to bring them some homework. However, when I went to my locker to retrieve it, I found a severed goat head and a machete. I clicked on them, adding them to my inventory. I saw the goat's head floating above the arm. I realized this was a Krampus game. Maybe I was overthinking it. My homework was apparently taken by a classmate, and I had to get it back from her. The ensuing battle was hilarious, and ended up with me hacking off her arm. At this point, I was at the end of day five. This went on for a while, doing a bunch of fetch quests and fighting a random boss. I collected body part after body part, accompanied by videos of excruciating torture. I only puked a couple more times before I finally finished the game. The final boss was Santa Claus himself. A crying sprite of Mrs. Claus clutched the neck of a crying reindeer, which finished with the video of a man brutally beating a man to death while his wife and child sat in the background. I rejoiced, 
and set my head down on my desk and dry heaved into it. I relaxed and pulled up my shirt, expecting to see the letters gone, but still seeing the H-O-H-O-H, and went back online and googled what happens after you beat the Krampus game. After a few pages of searching, I, I found an ask page about it. Brandy69, so I just finished the Krampus game? Save early, save often. But the tattoo didn't go away. Does it take some time? Born Again 98. Did you do a passive run? Brandy 69. Passive run? No, I collected all the pieces. The page seemed to glitch here. The cover of the game imposed at the bottom. In red lettering, which was definitely not allowed on the site. Guest 01001000000. Naughty. Bad ending. Thanks for listening, and for more from Subject Terror, check us out at subjectterror.wordpress.com.